Hey, same time next week. See ya. Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. Firemen battle for more than six hours to put out a blaze in the Aberdeen boat shelter. Hundreds of train enthusiasts celebrate the full opening of the new Tunmar line. And Britain's Health Secretary Matt Hancock resigns for breaching social distancing rules by kissing a married assistant. The Fire Services Department says it took more than six hours to put out a blaze in Aberdeen South Typhoon shelter that affected 30 lifeboats. The fire broke out at around 2.30 in the morning and spread to the surrounding boats in the shelter. At least 10 have sunk, while several others broke from their moorings and were adrift. At the peak of the blaze, firemen used 11 fireboat monitors, 8 jets and mobilised four breathing apparatus teams. A spokesman said 35 people had to be evacuated from the area and one person complained of feeling unwell and was taken to hospital. The department's divisional commander of the Marine and Diving Division, Yu Menyung, says the wind direction and the close proximity of the boats to each other proved challenging. The main difficulties encountered by our firefighters were that the navigation channels are very narrow. Fire was spread to nearby vessels because of the wind and the broken of mooring lines, which caused the elected vessels driven to other nearby vessels. The MTR's newest Tunma line has begun full operation with trains now running between Wu Kai Sha and Tunmun. With the opening of two new stations, Sung Wong Toi and Tokwa Wan, the existing West Rail and Ma and Shan line has now been merged, making the 56-kilometre Tunma line Hong Kong's longest. Hundreds of people boarded a special train that left Sung Wong Toi uh, station at 5.50 this morning to celebrate the line's full opening. As of noon, over 18,000 people had started their train journeys from the two new stations. This eight-year-old boy took the first train. I came here at around 4 a.m. because I want to see the first train leave the station and experience taking that train. I'm a rail enthusiast. I feel very happy. I live in Tumun and I woke up at around 3 a.m., but it's worth it. Britain's Health Secretary Matt Hancock has resigned for breaching government's own social distancing guidelines by kissing an aide he'd hired. Pictures of Mr Hancock embracing the aide unleashed a storm of public anger and ridicule. She too has quit. His fellow Conservative MP, Andrew Bridgen, said Mr Hancock's credibility had been undermined by his actions. What's been clear over the last 24 hours is that for a sizeable minority or even a majority of the public, they no longer had uh, confidence in Matt Hancock. It wasn't the affair, it was the apparent hypocrisy of being someone who made the rules but then broke their own rules. The former US President Donald Trump has revived old grievances at his first major campaign-style rally since leaving the White House in January. Addressing thousands of cheering supporters in Wellington, Ohio, Mr Trump reiterated his bogus allegations that his defeat in the 2020 presidential election had been fraudulent. He also described the first five months of the Biden administration as a catastrophe. Mr Trump took to the stage to build support for next year's midterm elections. All of the unbelievable, hard-working patriots who are here tonight at the very first rally of the 2000. 22 election, we're going to take back the House, we're going to take back the Senate. With your help, we are going to defeat the radical Democrats, and we have no choice, you know that, right? 
The mayor of the Miami County, where an apartment block collapsed on Thursday, says the death toll from the disaster has risen to five. Daniela Levine Carver said rescuers sifting through the wreckage had found a body in the rubble, as well as other human remains. More than 150 people are still unaccounted for, including the mother and grandmother of this local resident. My mother's unit was in, in the 11th floor of the first tower that collapsed. Um, so if you see the video, which is all I can see when I close my eyes, um, her unit was the second one down from the very middle of that tower. Uh, and then the other building fell on top of it. So when I see that video, that's that's the moment I'm, I'm watching my, my mother and my grandfather die. Police in the Canadian province of British Columbia say they're investigating whether fires that destroyed two Catholic churches in indigenous communities early yesterday are linked to two similar blazes earlier in the week. The destruction of the four churches follows the recent grim discovery of the remains of hundreds of indigenous children in unmarked graves at the sites of former Catholic residential schools in British Columbia and Saskatchewan. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. France is voting in the second round of regional elections, which saw a record abstention rate in last week's first round, when two in every three voters stayed away from the polls. Candidates from France's traditional parties are so far leading the race. Here's the BBC's Lucy Williamson. There are several results to watch out for today. Whether the far-right national rally will manage to beat the alliance against it to take its first region in Provence. Whether France's traditional parties will emerge stronger from this election and which of the candidates from the centre-right Republicans will come out of this ballot in poll position for the presidential race next year. President Macron's own party, La République en Marche, has so far struggled to make an impression. A trial reopening of some of the Spanish island of Ibiza's famous nightlife has been taking place this weekend. It's hoped it'll lead to a wider lifting of Covid restrictions for its club scene in mid-July. During the trial, access to clubs is restricted to people who've tested negative for Covid and regular temperature checks are carried out. Official figures show profit growth at mainland industrial firms slowed again in May as surging raw material prices squeezed margins and slowed factory activity. Profits at China's industrial firms rose 36.4% in May from a year earlier to 829.92 billion. But that was still lower than the 57% rise reported by the National Bureau of Statistics in April. The world's second largest economy has largely recovered from disruptions caused by COVID-19 but it now faces new challenges such as higher raw materials costs and global supply chain crunches. In the Euro 2020, Italy have beaten Austria 2-1 to qualify for the quarterfinals. BBC's John Bennett reports. Huge relief for Italy. Their unbeaten run is extended to a national record 31 games, but this was a bigger test than their fans ever expected. In extra time, though, Italy finally made the breakthrough with a brilliant Federico Chiesa goal from a tight angle, Then minutes later, Matteo Piscina smashed it into the far corner to make it 2-0. But Austria never gave up, and for the first time in 12 games, Italy conceded when Sasha Kalajic flicked in a corner. A scare for Italy, but their promising Euro 2020 journey goes on. Earlier, Denmark became the first team to go through to the last eight when they beat a tired-looking Wales 4-0. Rugby union now, and Conor Murray's been named as the new skipper for the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. The four-time Lion, Alan Wynne-Jones, was set to be captain, but he's out after dislocating his shoulder in the Lions' warm-up game, a 28-10 win over Japan. 
Cycling now, and a UK-based rider has won the opening stage of this year's Tour de France. Julien Alaphilippe took the stage win, but the action was affected by two big crashes. Last year's runner-up, Primoz Roglic, was involved in the first before four-time winner Chris Froome was affected near the end of the stage. BBC's Matt Warwick is following the famous race. The quaint, cobbled villages of Brittany were an incongruous backdrop for two huge crashes on the race to Londonou. The first saw Germany's Tony Martin of Jumbo Visma collide with a spectator who was standing with their back to the race to show off a sign for TV cameras. Team leader Roglic and a bloodied Martin recovered, but with eight kilometres remaining, at least 50 riders hit the tarmac again, including Britain's Froome, returning to the race after a two-year injury absence. So while the Koenig Quicksteps Alaphilippe enjoys a hero's welcome in yellow ahead of an equally challenging stage two, a visibly shaken Froome must be assessed to see if he can continue to race at all. And the organisers of the Tour de France say they will sue a spectator who caused a major crash on the first day of the tournament. 21 riders were injured after a yet-to-be-identified German fan stepped into the road holding a massive placard with her back to the cyclists racing towards her. To Formula One, where this year's driver's championship leader Max Verstappen in the Red Bull car will be in pole position for the Styrian Grand Prix in Austria. Valtteri Bottas was hit with a penalty for spinning in the pit lane, so his Mercedes teammate, seven-time world champion Lewis Hamilton, will be on the front row of the grid. And now to the weather. It will be mainly cloudy with a few showers. Showers will be heavier in some areas with squally thunderstorms at first. There will be moderate southwesterly winds. For the next couple of days, there will be a few showers, sunny intervals, and the weather will improve and become very hot during the day in the latter part of this week. At the moment, it's 29 degrees centigrade, uh, 29 degrees and 91% humidity. And you're listening to the news on RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, value. and a new experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. 